0: on Watch Therefore, and I'm continuing uh, sharing thoughts for my new book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And I've been talking about the significance of covenant and and we've given a basic definition of covenant, uh, a uh, unbreakable, immutable agreement made between two or more parties. And in this case, these are Bible covenants or covenants the Lord makes with his people. And we, we've discussed also that all covenants in the Bible are uh, made in, to be fulfilled by Messiah Jesus and that he keeps the covenant promises and he fulfills the covenant promises. And I've, I've spoken about the Abraham covenant and the Moses covenant and the David covenant. And of course, those are all pictures, types, and shadows and find their fulfillment in the crown jewel of the covenants, the new covenant that we see in the New Testament of the Bible, and 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 so I, I think about the, the, how grand and unimaginably big and powerful the true living Elohim, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, is. In that He would be able to down through time maneuver and place and work in the lives of men, women, children all over uh, his creation and and make it so that their lives would be a picture that would be fulfilled in Messiah Jesus. Just stop for a moment and think about how big this God is. Oh, that we should trust him. Hallelujah. Well, here I have a question for you. With whom did the Lord make the new covenant? Now, I ask this question at pastors' conferences all over the place, and mostly in Africa. And and, and though this is a global situation, wherever would, I've asked it in Europe, I've asked it in America also. And even pastors oftentimes don't know the answer to this question, but we find the answer in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31. And in this chapter, we find that the Lord made... The new covenant he prophesied in jeremiah and we know he's already done that he made the new covenant with israel and i don't have time to go deeply into this but uh lord willing our graphics person can pop up some some passages here that you can go look at in romans chapter 11 and then in ephesians chapter 2 the lord tells us that that the gentiles who have believed in jesus the lord as the gospel has gone to the nations have been grafted into the promises made to israel uh, like a branch is grafted from one tree into another tree. And in Ephesians 2, the commonwealth of Israel is spoken of that the nations of the world, like a great global empire, uh, that the nations of the world who aren't uh, from the nation that that makes that originates that empire, that they become part of the commonwealth of that empire. And in a commonwealth, for example, uh, people who are in another nation uh, who, that is uh, ruled by that Empire, uh, they can enjoy the economy, the currency, and uh, many of the other things that make that empire great. They can enjoy that, though they're not from that empire. For example, when England uh, had um, its empire, there were part there were parts of the Commonwealth of England that weren't English, but they enjoyed the same currency and uh, uh, protection by the military, many other things. So it is with the Gentiles who have believed in Jesus who have been been made part of the commonwealth of Israel. And so uh, the crown jewel of the covenants is the new covenant. Now think of this. An angel told Zechariah, uh, a priest in Israel performing his priestly duties, uh, and we find this in, in Luke chapter 1, uh, an angel told him that he would father a son, he and his wife would bring forth a son in their elderly years. And does that sound familiar? It sounds like Isaac, like an Abraham and Sarah. And so that uh, this son of theirs would be a forerunner and would proclaim the coming of the one who would bring in this new covenant. Now, there's a lot that goes into this story that I, I don't have time to go into right now, so I'm going to skip it. But we're going to go down to Luke chapter 1, verse 67, and listen for these covenants the Lord made that are fulfilled in the new covenant. Now, his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, For he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to perform the sure mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we being delivered from the land of our enemies, might serve him without fear and holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. So in verse 69 and then down in verse 73, we see the promises to David and to Abraham, the David and the Abraham covenant. Hallelujah. Where's the Moses covenant here? Well, go to Matthew 26 and check this out. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. This is the Passover. This is a Passover Seder with the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, being a fulfillment of the Lamb of God of the Moses covenant, right? And, and he he's saying to these Jewish disciples at this Passover, this is the blood of the new covenant covenant. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, therefore purge out the old leaven that you may be a new lump since you truly are unleavened for indeed Christ, our Passover was sacrificed for us. Now, back in the book of Exodus, they were told to kill the Passover lamb and they were told to eat the Passover lamb as the Passover lamb, uh, part of the Passover. It was to be the meal, part of the meal, the central part of the meal of the Passover. So, Messiah Jesus is saying that this bread is his body. Take and eat. We're to remember what he's done for us and to take and eat. This fulfills what they would do with the Passover lamb. They would eat the Passover lamb. And, And back in Exodus, listen how they entered into the Moses covenant. Look at Exodus 24, verse 7. Then he took the blood of the covenant and read in the hearing of the people. And they said, all that the Lord has said we will do and be obedient. And Moses took the blood, sprinkled it on the people and said, this is the blood of the covenant, which the Lord has made with you, according to all these words. You see, Messiah Jesus, many years later, is standing there in Jerusalem with his Jewish disciples there at the Passover Seder. And he fulfills this when he holds up the cup of redemption and said that this is his blood. This represents his blood in this cup of the new covenant covenant. Well, also, many are familiar with Palm Sunday. Here's where that comes from in Matthew 21. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. These are palm branches they cut down. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest So we see again the son of David from the David covenant. Now, what did the Lord do to bring us into this new covenant? He paid for us. He redeemed us to bring us out of the slavery of sin. And remember, Egypt is a picture of slavery to sin. Look at Hebrews chapter 9. Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood. He entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. They had animal sacrifices in the Mosaic covenant that were a picture of the blood of the Lamb, Messiah Jesus, who was to come. What must we do to enter into this new covenant? We must repent and believe in the gospel. And folks, this is so important. I was just watching on TV the other day about um, evangelist so-and-so and and this great move of God happening at this revival in America. And as he was being interviewed, he said, No, you don't have to. You just just come to Jesus. You don't have to leave your drugs. You don't have to leave your adultery. You don't have to leave. this. Just come to Jesus. No, folks, we must repent and believe in the gospel. Uh, Look at Mark chapter 1. Uh, Now, after John was put in prison, that's John the Baptist, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel, the gospel that Jesus the Lord died on the cross for our sins, was buried and on the third day rose from the grave. Luke chapter 1, then he said to them, thus it is written and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day and that repentance... And remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And you're witnesses of these things. And that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm preaching a gospel of repentance. That those who are lost and in sin, I did this myself. Consider what their sin is. The Holy Spirit brings them to repentance. And they begin to change their mind and their hearts are changed. And they they turn to Jesus to be saved, the Lord. And, And then He baptizes and fills us with the Holy Spirit and begins to change us into His image, helping us turn away from our sins, living a lifestyle of repenting and getting closer to the Lord. Oh, how our Father in Heaven loves us to give us these covenants. Why? Because He loves you. Doe Schwartz here with Watch Therefore Ministries, introducing my new book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. In a generation that is about to be so caught off guard by the events of the fig tree days of Noah generation. Know this, it doesn't have to be you. I wrote, Watch Therefore and Be Ready to prepare followers of Messiah Jesus to be who they are and to do what they have been set here to do just before the coming of Messiah Jesus. And that's why for a donation of any amount to Watch Therefore Ministries, Blessing Israeli believers poured out for the nations. What we will do is send a copy of Watch Therefore and Be Ready. Make sure you mark in your checker on the internet the name of the book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, to receive your copy. Now, like never before, it's time to Watch Therefore and Be Ready. I'm so thankful for this powerful and timely Watch Therefore message where in Matthew 24 and Matthew 25 in the New Testament gospel, Messiah Jesus tells his disciples to watch their form be ready for we don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Certainly the other signs that he spoke of just before that are, are bouncing in the red zone today like never before. And he tells his watch therefore and ready disciples to be the faithful servant They're watching for the master to come and they're doing what the master commanded. And when they stand before him at the judgment seat of Christ, they will hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message is expanding. People are embracing it all over the world with a strong desire to be the faithful servant. And and it costs lots of money as the TV program is also expanding into other markets. First, I want to say, If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please don't send any money into this program. It's our desire that you would receive him as Lord and simply enjoy the program today. But for those of you who would like to lay your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do so. And we encourage you to sign up for our monthly newsletters. Uh, You can do so at our watchtherefore.tv website. And when you receive our blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nation's letters, you can know how to pray for and financially sow into uh, this ministry. Blessing Israeli Believers is our to the Jew first ministry as Romans 1 says the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first. John McTernan, our co-founding Blessing Israeli Believers partner and I uh, are so excited about this ministry in Israel and then are poured out for the nations to the nation's ministry where the Watch Therefore message is also proclaimed and being embraced so widely and it, it's expanding. It's so exciting as we're in this generation, that will see King Jesus come in the clouds because the signs that he spoke of in Matthew 24 and other places are bouncing in the red zones like never before. King Jesus is coming, and we need to get ready. There's not a better way to do so than understanding and embracing the watch-therefore message. So remember, now like never before, watch-therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. And I've got some exciting opportunities to share with you in this part of the program. You see, the Watch Therefore message is this. Our Lord Jesus commanded His disciples to watch therefore and be ready. Be ready for what? Well, He said this after answering questions pertaining to the sign of His coming in the end of this age. And after these earth-shaking once in the history of humanity, signs that we live in right now are fulfilled. He comes and sits on the throne of David in Jerusalem. And we enter into this millennial reign of Jesus Christ. And, and, and we're at the edge of all these things, folks. And that's why he said to watch, therefore, and be ready. You don't know the hour of the day the Son of Man is coming. Coming to take, this, take us to that place in the rapture that he's created for us, and then that we will return with him to reign and rule on the earth. And and, and so, the faithful servant is the parable, the analogy he gives after he says, watch therefore and be ready. The faithful servant is watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. And, And there's very specific details associated with doing what the master commanded. And to do this, we need vision. We need understanding. Now, uh, the goal of, of this vision, this Watch Therefore vision, is to make faithful servant disciples who make faithful servant disciples who make faithful servant disciples. Now, I've been doing Watch Therefore types of conferences In Africa for quite some time yet as much as I've loved America I was born and raised in America the Lord is renewing in me his love for Americans and I want to begin and I believe it's the Lord's will that I begin doing watch therefore conferences in America and and the vision is uh, to begin doing these conferences in the states And then, Lord willing, they'll expand. And and, and here are some examples of conference messages. An overview of this generation according to covenant and prophecy and the signs of the times. Here's a real powerful one. The Jewish wedding, the days of Noah, and the rapture. Oh, this is such a powerful message. And I've seen people, God's people, get a hold of this in Africa And it just explodes in their hearts and in their minds and and in their lives. Here's a good one. How to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you will hear from the Lord one day. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Here's a good one too. How to intentionally live for specific promised eternal crowns and positions in the kingdom of Messiah Jesus. Folks, these are the things we should be living for today. And we can know, we can know what those crowns are, what it takes to receive those crowns at the judgment seat of Christ and how to come back and reign and rule with positions associated with these crowns. Hallelujah. Um, How to most effectively activate the blessings promised in the Abrahamic covenant by most effectively blessing Israel. There's a lot of people who believe uh, Genesis 12, 3, that all blessings who bless you. And they know that's about blessing Israel today. But are there more effective ways to bless Israel than others? Why, certainly there are. And they're right here in the word of God. And, and, and we're doing these things in Israel and we're being blessed and we're experiencing the blessings of the Abrahamic covenant. And we want you, our, we want you and, and everyone who wants to be a faithful servant disciple of messiah jesus to experience these blessings of the abrahamic covenant and people say well you know you shouldn't bless israel just to be blessed no the lord wants us to have a heart that beats with his heart we should bless israel because we love israel because the lord loves israel yet he wants to give us these blessings our father in heaven is a blesser he wants to bless us and 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 so these are very important things now listen whether in a church with a like-minded pastor, or in a hotel conference room, um, I'm very open. But we're going to gather together in these conferences. And there's a passage in the Psalms that says, Oh, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. We're going to come together in the unity of the Holy Spirit of the living God. Oh, let's look at this passage. Oh, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And I'm confident as we gather together in unity in the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, seeking our Messiah Jesus to understand better our identity in this season, this special season of time, and seeking after His influence in our heart and our mind and our life and His direction that we might be more like the faithful servant who's watching for Him to come and doing what He commanded He will join us by his Holy Spirit in that place. And it will change our hearts and minds so much that we might be more like our Savior Jesus in this critical hour. Now, I've begun uh, to speak more in America in 2018. haven't been doing Watch Therefore conferences yet. And I've been talking to pastors. I've begun to talk to pastors about this. Maybe you're a pastor who's watching today. And... You're a like-minded pastor. You believe the things the scriptures teach that I'm sharing uh, with our viewers today. And on the program, maybe you've watched the program before. And you would be interested in a Watch Therefore conference in the church where you serve. Get a hold of us. There's contact information there. Get a hold of us. We'd love to talk with you more about that. I truly believe that in 2019 that the Lord would have me to be speaking uh, in the States, and like I said, I've been doing this in Africa and in other places in the world, and I'm, I'm very open uh, to going anywhere in the world the Lord leads me. Yet I really have on my heart to come to the States next year and begin doing these Watch Therefore conferences. And, and it may be that the Lord's putting on your heart things you can do. You can prayerfully uh, join with us. Uh, we, we really would be thankful for prayer partners the Lord would raise up. Come alongside us with regard to these conferences and financial partners. If if the Lord's put on your heart, hey, I want to get involved financially and help sponsor a conference, contact us. We'll begin to talk and pray about that uh, together. I'm praying about beginning in Florida and or Texas, Florida and Texas. And wherever you are in the country, you can come to Florida or Texas. Uh, You might say, well, that's pretty far to travel from where I live. Well, I'm traveling from Israel, so from wherever you're coming to the conference, I'd be traveling a whole lot further than you. Yet, I'm not, um, uh, I'm not convinced fully that that's where. If the Lord wants to start with somewhere else uh, in America, I'm open to that too. And uh, it's going to be a real exciting time. Folks, like never before, we need to get ready. We need to be who we are in this generation according to who the Lord says we are and that we should be. And, and so as we move towards closing the program today, I'll just ask, are, are you a faithful a faithful servant, disciple of Messiah Jesus? Are you watching for his coming? Do you understand the signs of the times? Think about this. The first time the term signs and wonders was used in the Bible, it pertained to the Lord pouring out fury and judgment on Egypt uh, as he was bringing Israel out of Egypt on behalf of his people Israel. And so the world today is beginning to shake and heading towards the wrath and fury of the Lord. Uh, And and Israel is central to that as the nations of the world come against Israel. These times are are, are nothing to play with. This is real. This is real. And uh, we have a very exciting role to play even today today. But you need to be a faithful servant, disciple of Messiah Jesus. Do you know what that means? We're going to talk about that in these conferences. Of course, I talk about it on the program frequently, but we're going to talk about that very specifically in these conferences. Uh, are you watching for him to come in the clouds in the rapture? Have you bought into a doctrine that says he can't? Oh, listen, he could come any moment for us, and we need to be ready. That's what his word says, be ready. Uh, are you doing what he commands, faithful servant? disciples to do, but first know this, you must enter into the new covenant. Well, I go to church. That's great. I I, I have a Bible. That's good. That's so important. So do I. Uh, I give money uh, to, to good causes and even church causes. That's also important. But again, none of those things, if you don't do the first thing first, will help you be at the faithful servant. First, you must come into the new covenant. Once doing that, the Bible, going to church, giving, all these things are part of faithful servant lifestyle. Uh, uh, Yet, have you come into the new covenant? Are you in covenant with your creator? Because the Bible says that our sins have separated us from our God. And the only bridge between his holiness, his righteousness, his glory, and our sin and our wickedness and, 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 and our Pathway, You know, there's a song uh, that people celebrate being on a highway to hell. Well, certainly humanity is on a highway to hell, and anyone who's not in the new covenant with the Lord is on a highway to hell, but it's nothing to celebrate. And I tell people, you may belly laugh your way into hell, but you certainly won't laugh your way out, and you won't be having a good time there. Oh, no, it'll be torment. But Jesus loves you, and he came and died on the cross to pay for your sins, and he rose again. And basically, in other words, in my his message is, don't go to this place. Don't go to this place called hell. And he gave everything so you don't have to. What must you do? Begin to change your mind about your sin. Begin to change your mind about your sin and, 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 and acknowledge the, the fact, the reality that, that you deserve to go to hell. All of us do. People say, oh, I want what's fair. No, you don't want what's fair. What's fair is for us to go to hell. It wasn't fair for Jesus the Lord to die on the cross for our sins. It was mercy and compassion that makes it so we can receive his grace, his goodness that none of us deserve. Cry out to Jesus today, oh, Jesus, Lord, I believe you died on the cross for my sins and you rose again. Save me, forgive me, and help me to new- live a new life in God. If you've done that, go to our, uh, the contact information there. We have some literature to send you. And remember to watch, therefore, and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today.